You're listening to You Play A What, a podcast by a musician for musicians. My name is Vincent and I play the euphonium. Join me as I sit down with successful musicians to talk about their specialization, inspirations, and career developments. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 36 of You Play A What. Happy Chinese New Year to all of you celebrating it. May you have a prosperous new year filled with lots of good fortune, and I hope you're enjoying your snacks. So on this episode, I spoke to a really good friend, and he is probably your friend too if you happen to work in the Singapore music industry. His name is, of course, Lim Anchun. Anchun has had a really interesting musical journey that is full of ups and downs, but for those who know him well, one thing is for sure, and that is he does not give up easily. He has suffered plenty of setbacks but I'm happy to say that things seem to be on the upward trajectory, except that he was tested positive for COVID-19 towards the end of 2020. But I'm happy to say that he's close to 100% now and all seems really, really well. On this episode, we spoke about his experience and recovery process after being tested positive for COVID-19, spending Chinese New Year abroad, the difficulties he faced when auditioning for music colleges, key mentors in his life, and some of his pedagogical concepts. Enough from me now. Please enjoy this episode of You Play A What with Anchun. My guest today must have been born a caterpillar because he's an absolute social butterfly. Do not be surprised if you find out that he has more friends than you in whichever city or country you live in. He is super fun to hang out with and wherever he is around, laughter will definitely follow. Apart from music, he usually doesn't take things too seriously, which is fantastic. Welcome to the show, Anchun. Daga, ni hao, Daga. Daga hao. Hi. Um, thanks for having me. Extreme pleasure from uh, for, for uh, to be invited to your podcast. Thank you very much. No worries. Uh, absolute pleasure. Yeah, absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, you know, it's really weird, right? Most of the time, after I write the intro, I read it a few times. And then I realized that I've not addressed you in your proper name for such a long time. So it's really weird when I have to say like, welcome to the show, Anchun. And it's like your name. Actually, it's the same for me, la, because um, when I speak to you, I usually speak in Mandarin. Yeah. And then now I have to speak to you in English, I feel a bit eh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite, quite, quite special, right? Uh, tonight, yeah, for yeah, sure. Really, really, very special, yes. Yeah, so you, you know, usually when your name get mentioned, right, at least from, from my mouth, examples of that are like, if we are going out and then, oh, Anjuan is coming, then I'll be like, oh, Anjuan is coming, uh, then I better go home. And better not go out. <laughs> <laughs> because, because once you see me, you it's never like, go home already. Is that Usually <laughs> you hang until about like um, yeah. five. Three, four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
really, uh, thank you so much for taking time out to uh, speak to me. And I, I think yeah, t- today's conversation is going to be super fun. And I personally feel like you have quite an interesting uh, story and life experiences to share with all of us, partic- uh, particularly regards to your own uh, musical journey and your development over the years. So uh, really looking forward to that. We are doing this recording on a Sunday. So what does your average Sunday look like nowadays? Do you practice do, or, or you take a break or do you like bring a friend that is visiting uh, for the first time to Frankfurt? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bring a friend to Frankfurt, right? Yeah, a, and a, then a particular friend. Then... Yeah, yeah, everything closed. Oh my god! I thought like um, you know, big city. Yeah, yeah. Like like in in England, you know, in England yeah. on Sundays, you know, you still can you still can shop. Mm-hmm. In in Netherlands also, but in Germany, it's not possible. Not even the supermarkets. Oh my god! Yeah, and of course, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Of course, uh, uh, Frankfurt uh, by itself is a huge city, uh, quite metropolitan. Yeah. Uh, still, we were yeah, struggling, yeah. right, at that day. Really? But at least we enjoyed some Frankfurters. We had uh, yeah. f- some nice BS. I- so, so not not all is lost. Not all is lost. Um, but yeah, yeah <laughs> suddenly, I, really lost. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought I could bring you to some mall to shop. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's yeah. so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries, uh, no worries. At least you know I, yeah. I was a guinea pig, uh, So hopefully that didn't happen uh, yeah, anymore. And and, 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 uh, and I remember when we were on the train, uh, we got shushed by the auntie sitting opposite us, right? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, something ah, like that. So irritating. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that that was an experience. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. Then we had to whisper the whole time. I yeah. remember. Yeah, oh my god. Exactly. And my but, volume. Whisper, it doesn't work, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the, the thing is, it wasn't a silent cabin, right? So in Europe, it wasn't, in it the trains exactly. th- that you can, you can go sit in a silent cabin whereby no phones are allowed. People don't usually talk because that's what people want, right? For the, yeah, the cabin exactly. to be entirely quiet. But yeah, exactly. that was not, that was like a normal cabin. So actually, yeah. speaking is permitted. Yeah. But Actually, we could have just blasted like some metal music in front of her. Yeah, she even changed seat. All right, remember? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And oh my god, so irritating that lady. Yeah. but I mean, uh, we we try not to read too much into her actions, lah. Huh? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but we we try I, to. I, I try not to, lah. Yeah, we try to keep some <laughs> faith in humanity. Yeah. Yes, so yes. yeah, okay. I mean, jokes aside, now how does the Sunday actually look like? Uh, I wake up in the morning. I oh, that's a good sign, right? Good. That, that's a good sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wake up, not I, not I wake in up the noon time, now. but in the morning. Yeah. No, 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 in the morning, <laughs> yes, it is. I wake up about maybe 7 30, 8 in the morning, and then uh, I will make uh, breakfast, uh, have a cup of tea or coffee, and then I'll make my way to school to practice. Until uh, I usually practice until after 2 o'clock, but nowadays, uh, because of Corona, we are. Uh, we can only practice for two hours in school. So I practice until 12 and then I get home. I make my lunch and then I'll either watch video, dramas or play Dota. Mm. And then I'll just, and then one day will be over. Right, yeah. right. So yeah, in terms of your uh, other days, Sunday is a relatively more relaxed day as compared to mm. like your weekdays and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In generally the weekends, uh, Saturday also, mm. uh, 
yeah, it's it it, it there, there's nothing really going on, right? Especially in this period and 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 on weekends in in Germany. So I actually picked up reading. You know, I I heard uh, your podcast last week. Uh, anyway, big fan. I oh, forget to mention. Thank you, thank you so much. I yeah. followed every single episode. Yeah, um, you're su- you're yeah. such a fantastic supporter. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. You. yeah, I I will write comments to Vincent and say, "Ah, oh, here is not good." No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my God, I had yeah. enough of your voice. Can you just speak a bit lesser and let your guests talk yeah. a bit more? Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah. and um, yeah. So, in all seriousness, yeah, I actually picked up reading. You know, I, mm. yeah, from last week's podcast, I know, I know you don't. You don't really like reading, but yeah, I actually picked up reading in, in Germany. Before that, when I was in Singapore, I never read, maybe the maximum is like one book a year. Mm. But in five years that I've, almost five years I've lived here, I've actually like ventured into different, uh, mostly men- mentally uh, self-help books mm-hmm. yeah, right. uh, to strengthen the mind and stuff, yeah. you know, but I, I'm i reading, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a change. I, I, I don't think I'll have the time to read in Singapore. Or yeah. I would not be interested to read in Singapore because there's mm. so many things happening. Yeah. Yeah. yeah particularly so, hanging out with friends, lah, right? I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I think that's one probably one of your biggest downfall, right? For you. <laughs> is to yeah, say yeah, no yeah. when somebody asks you out when you're actually... Yeah, available. exactly. You yeah. know, when I'm back in summer, yeah. um, I told myself, every every single semester before... Uh, the, the, the semester before the summer break, mm. I would tell myself, okay, I have this, 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 this to practice in Singapore, okay? Mm. I'm going to do my best and I have to improve myself yeah. for the next semester. I'm going to yeah. practice like five pieces. I told my lecturer, you know, I, yeah. I'll practice these five pieces at home uh-huh. and then I'll perform and I'll play like fantastically. Yeah. And then when I'm back uh, in Singapore, I have so little time mm. <laughs> Because I can have a lunch meeting yeah. that will extend because we chit chat and will extend all the way until like um six PM. Yeah. And then I'll go for a second uh the the, the dinner meeting. Yes. You know? yeah. <laughs> Whatever I've planned, I I end up, you know, not practicing for two weeks yeah. and just enjoying uh, indul- uh, indulging in all the fantastic uh Singaporean food yeah. that I really miss yes, yes, while yes. sitting here. Right, uh, right. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Really my downfall, yeah. Right. Eight, eight <laughs> meetings in a day, yeah. Uh? Eight meetings in a day. Okay. Eight meetings. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Twelve? Uh, maybe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh you know, uh, in a few days' time, it's Chinese New Year. So uh, over here, yeah, I wish you an advance happy Chinese New Year. Uh, how, how many have you missed with your family so far since you've moved to Germany? Uh, first to you two also. Uh, hey, uh, what, what, what yeah. yeah, we hot together, but yeah. I cannot shout during uh, low hair. Uh. Uh, don't forget. Uh. Yeah, please don't. Uh, don't. don't. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, please, be, yeah, please remember that. Yeah. yeah. Um, how many? Yeah, so like I say, I've been here for almost five years so five actually i will miss as uh, for uh, this will be the fifth year i miss um chinese new year you have missed five chinese new years yeah because the the, the thing is exactly in this period is oh no not five four sorry right. exactly in this period is my exam you know so mm. i really cannot go yeah right right uh, unless I, I pushed one semester but yeah yeah you know? yeah fair enough yeah yeah, and uh, among, uh, of course, in Singapore now, there's a lot of restrictions. 
you know, house yep. visiting might not be a thing this year. And I'm actually yep. really happy because I absolutely hate house visiting. <laughs> yeah, particularly after I came back from my studies. Uh, I myself missed four when I was in the UK. So after I came uh-huh. back, it was just like, oh, it was such a chore, right? The amount of energy you mm-hmm. have to put in to just sustain conversations Correct. with people that pretty much you don't care about and they don't really care about you, but you have to talk yeah. just because if you don't, yeah. it's really awkward. Yeah, so there's a lot of restriction now. So maybe uh, there will not be too much uh, visiting on my end. Uh, How have you spent your last Chinese New Year? Let's not go too far back. Just the last one. And then what is the plan for this one? Is it the same? Uh, So currently Germany is also in a lockdown until the 14th of February. Mm -hmm. Um, So for this year, actually we are only allowed to meet I think up to two people. So it's the same for me every year in Germany. I will meet my friends uh, and then we'll have a hot pot together. Right. Steamboat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, um, nothing special. I don't get Ang Pao also. Right. I and- even, uh, my, anyway, my teacher married a Chinese lady. Okay. And then I will tell him, Lausi, yeah, he speaks a little bit of uh, Mandarin also. So I'll tell him, Lausi, uh, Sing Nian Kuai Le. But then he doesn't he doesn't understand that uh, if I say that he must give Ang Pao, you know. I even bring uh Mandarin la, so uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't understand that la, so I I uh, uh-huh. I thought you know can get a little bit. I see, I see. Yeah. <laughs> no. Maybe next next time uh instead of bringing him Mandarin, you need to bring him like a, a Chinese Skype book or something like that. Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah Chinese sure. New Year traditions uh, or something. Yeah. Or maybe within these fifteen days, I'll just go to his place. Yeah. And then say to his wife, yeah, maybe yeah. I get something. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, when, when you say you are only allowed to meet with two people, what does that mean? Like mm-hmm. you, when you go out, there can only be you and one other person or yeah, or yeah. you can only have one other person to your home? And- I can also, uh, in from the gathering of, you are only, only allowed to gather two households, maximum one visitor. Okay. If someone comes to my place, just that one person, then that's it. We, we cannot have more. I see. Okay. Uh, wow. That's very strict. Yeah. That's, yeah, very, very strict. I, I mean, I mean, they have 30,000 cases a day mm. for like a few days in December. So it's, um, yeah, you yeah. Know, can be it, rather tricky. It, it has right. to be done. Yeah, it has to be done. It has to be done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of December, uh, of course, mm-hmm. towards the end of 2020, uh, I uh, received a message from you saying that you were tested uh, positive for COVID-19. Yeah. And uh, to everyone listening out there, this is not a joke. This is actually real. And I, I don't know, you know, when the news came for me, of course, I was texting you uh, a couple of days before that. And you were saying that you were not feeling 100% and you had some sort of flu-like symptoms and you're going to get swapped and, and tested and stuff like that. So... Uh, after I check in on you again and found out that you were tested and you said that you were tested positive, uh, I remembered my response that like, are you kidding? Like, is this like, are you trying to pull my leg or something like that? Uh, maybe it's my <laughs> lack of empathy. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, or maybe because it came from you, I don't know. I really don't yeah, know. Yeah, right? you know, if it's from any, anyone else, you know, you'll be like, wow. Yeah, oh my God, shit, I'm so sorry. Happened? Yeah. Well, what was going on? Yeah. And then for me, you know, because I will say things like, you know, uh, I will see you in summer, hopefully if the plane doesn't crash. Yeah. No, I'll yeah. say things like that. 
yeah exactly <laughs> and then he's just like uh he's probably yeah. just like kidding yeah but yeah. uh Rob, now let's talk talk about this right because you're the only person that i know as of now at least and yeah. i hope, hope it stays that way that has uh, contracted this virus so uh, talk us through how was it like from the start and then how was it like during your recovery period yeah so so um it really struck me by surprise i wasn't really sure how I got infected about mm. can be, because I was teaching quite often. You no, know, whenever I'm on the streets, every time I will be wearing my mask. The only time where I remove my mask is when I'm at home, I'm practicing, having major lesson or uh, I'm teaching, when I'm teaching. So uh, the, the only possibilities are either from my teachers or my students, you know, and m- most of the lessons in school are now online. Mm. So we have minimal contact with uh people right but i still got it so you know it's uh, it's just like fated uh. i would mm. say it's fated um okay so the day when my fever broke out just about three or four hours ago before that sorry not ago, before that i was feeling rather uh tired lethargic mm. the whole, while, while i was teaching i feel i I, I felt a loss of energy all of a sudden. Right. Like like you um, feel that something was coming, like something yeah, yeah. was a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. Because I was, you know, I I was having um, like McDonald's and uh, fries <laughs> and so many things a few days before. Also, I think like, uh, yeah, probably, uh, yeah, the, the truth was a little bit uh, funny, but right. because, of, because of the cold also, can also be because of the cold, I feel a little bit and mm. I didn't drink a lot of water. And then right. I was feeling so tired. No, it's extreme tired. It's not like um like my normal everyday tired. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we are tired. Right, right. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. And then I couldn't concentrate. I went I went back to school. Actually, I actually went back to school to practice mm. after teaching. Mm. And then nothing fun- function was functioning. And then I left slightly earlier. When I reached home, I feel cold. So I was like, oh my god. I have fever for sure, mm. but it felt like a normal fever. It right. felt like a normal flu syndrome. And then the next, the next day when I woke up, I think the fever, the fever was gone because I had um, paracetamol. Mm-hmm. And then um, the fever was gone, but I had this very, very strong headache. But mm. I think, you know, maybe I just didn't sleep enough. I just need to sleep a little bit more. It's like a normal, normal flu for me. The, yeah, yeah, because yeah. The, it happened also the last year. Right. Um, the last year, and then I just slept for like 15 hours and then I was okay. Okay. So it felt exactly the same. Right. So I, I, I slept and then the next day, well, I start to feel muscle ache. But the thing is, okay, the muscle ache can also be because I was doing some static exercises also mm-hmm. on that week itself. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so a little bit of, uh, very, the, the signs were very confusing. Mm-hmm. And then I was chatting with a friend. I say, you know, uh, we were discussing whether I should get get myself tested. And say, but I don't have any other. Just a bit of blocked nose, and and you know my my fever's gone, my headache is so gone after two days. Mm. So <clears throat> it's not so much a big thing. And my friend said, you know, you are teaching. It's better for you to um, get tested yeah. like, just in case you 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 infect someone else. And you know, so I, I think yeah, it makes sense. But let's let's wait out one more day and we see how you know mm. if the. The next day I still don't feel so well. Then I then I will go and get a test. So I I have a student that's a doctor in the in the hospital here. Okay. So I asked him, you know, where can I get a test? He said you can either ask because in Germany the this is a story for another time. But 
the the doctors here are different. It's not walk-in. It's usually by appointment based on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, and then either that or I have to call this hotline, and then it gets me directed to the hospital for tests. Mm. Um, but I couldn't get through this line. I don't know why. <laughs> Maybe okay. I called too early in the morning. I called seven. It's not working. I see. And then I called. So eight o'clock, I I called a uh, uh, a doctor, somewhere near my place for an appointment. And he said, yeah, so you come at around this time, but please don't go anywhere. Just go to this designated area. And then I had my swab test done. Mm-hmm. And then he told me, he said, okay, so <clears throat> you'll be sent for a test today. If you don't receive anything tomorrow, you're fine. It's negative. Okay. Said, okay. Good. So I was very nervous for the whole day. Lah. Right. Uh, because actually the, the problem with this COVID is not that I get the COVID or not. It's mm. the implications, you know. I have to tell so many students. Yes, yes. I have to tell my school. I have to tell this. So many organizations. My my the principal from the music school actually called me. Yeah. He was very nervous about it, Because mm, you know, for sure, especially with kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so, deep, but deep down, when you after you took the test, did you actually mm-hmm. think that it was going to be, uh, COVID? What, no. What was your no, mindset? Was like it's just like I probably just had the normal flu or or yeah, something like that. Just, yeah, so for, for me, right. I, I was just looking at like, well, just get get it tested to put at least the, the minds of the parents at ease. Mm, mm, mm. You know, not, not just me, just the minds of the parents at ease. So, yeah. uh, because I told them, you know, I'm sick, I had to cancel class. So, and then, so um, after the test, I waited a day. So on Saturday, I didn't receive any news. All right, okay, I'm fine. Happy days. So right. I went out. Yeah, happy days. Yeah, so I went oh, out, went out. To, yeah, I actually went out because I, I'm low on supplies, so I had to go for grocery shopping. But I didn't right. go like anywhere far. I just went to the uh, supermarket, grab my stuff, and then I left. Mm. Because I was still feeling a little bit, you know, block, uh, block nose, and yeah. I was coughing a little bit. And uh, yeah, so I, after that, I um, went home. Sunday, I didn't leave at all. I was still at home. So it was happy days or so because I didn't practice for five days. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the uh, best feeling break. ever yes yes, yes uh, yeah don't um, have to practice can, anymore right like what's the point I don't, I don't, you know i don't have to practice uh with i i get to not practice with no uh with a reason you know right right not yes. that i'm lazy yeah um so on monday morning at seven forty-five a.m so in this period i'm waking up very early in the day, la, so I get some chores done, mm. read some books before I get carry on with my life. Mm. You know, so I receive a phone call from the doctor, and the doctor say, Hey, I'm very sorry to inform you, you are tested positive. And I'm like, eh? How? Right. So this is the point where everything got very hectic. Right. So I had to start to inform every single student that had lessons with me two days prior to uh, the first symptom. Mm. or uh, the fever so I had to con- contact and I had, I wrote a message to the music school principal I wrote a message to the director in my school mm. uh, informed all of them and then they say uh, I have to wait for a phone call now from, from the, the health department here in Kassel mm. um, and then there are parents that uh, there, there, there are parents that actually wrote to me and asked no, what should I do now and say I, I really I really have no idea because I'm also waiting for instruction myself. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so that was the panic. So, and then after this whole thing, I, I only received the call from the health department on t- 
Tuesday. So I, 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 I was involved on Monday. Yeah. So on Tuesday, I received a call from uh, the, the health department where I have to do serve a 14 days quarantine until all of my symptoms are gone. Then mm -hmm. I can be released. Okay. So if I on the fourteenth day I still I'm I'm still coughing or I still have blocked nose or I still not I'm not I'm not feeling well then I have to stay extend my stay which it did like extend for like three days or something I I, I stayed for almost uh, three weeks. Okay. So yet now is now now this is the, the 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 most interesting thing about COVID. It hit me only after I I know that I got tested positive. That is, um, there will be a loss of. A sense of taste, you know, right. sense of smell. Losing it is normal. Mm. Normal blocked nose. Okay, I don't smell anything anymore. It's mm -hmm. really normal. Mm. But the sense of taste. Wow, how amazing was that? You know, I could bite a lemon mm. and and sip. You yeah. know, there was no taste. No way. It was not really. No way. Really, no way. I could literally finish the whole lemon if I wanted. If I wanted to. Man, really? wow! Yeah, that was that was and, the, and the, it, the amazing part. Of it it yeah. was like literally, it tasted like nothing. Nothing. It tasted like nothing. So maybe I have this little, a little bit of right, taste. right. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. There's no lemon. You know, I hate sour stuff. Yeah. But I could, I could literally finish a lemon, and I was, you know, I, I, I had to cook, uh, my by myself. So. I was always trying to to find the taste again. Mm. It was absolutely nothing. Wow. The only thing that I could have a slight taste of was when I cooked kimchi. Okay. Yeah. And then there was a little bit of sourness. Mm. And then you know the taste, the taste parts, right? It is like pure. Okay, if I if I eat something, I could only taste the salt. Like the pure, the the pureness of the 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 the, the salt, you no, know, the saltiness right, right. of the salt. Okay. Th that's the only thing that I taste. And right. Then I start thinking to myself, if this carries on, mm -hmm. I will just turn vegan <laughs> and not uh, just save my money on the meat, you know, because I can't taste anything anyway. Yeah. So all you got was just uh, saltiness. The rest of the other flavor profiles were completely like even, blocked off. Even the saltiness was very tiny little bit. Wow. Just... just a touch, you know. Okay. And then I was, I was, I was a little bit confused. Yeah. <laughs> <Huh>? Right, right. <laughs> I, 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 I receive. I have a dashi. Uh, and then As I try to cook guy. it with. Yeah. And I, yeah, the stock. Yeah, and I cook it with onion. I threw one whole onion inside. Mm. And I drank it like water. It was like water. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, mm, let's see what I can do with it. And then, yeah. but the thing, the lucky thing is, I got it back after. One and a half weeks. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, right. my friend, um, my friends told me there were cases whereby six month, uh, six six months later or, uh, three quarter of a year has passed and the the the, the taste buds still don't the, the the sense of taste still doesn't come back. Mm -hmm. So, I was really lucky for 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 this one. Right. Yeah. And how at which point did you realize that the taste was like getting uh, much more sensitive again? Were you like just chewing lemons every single day to see when <laughs> things were getting better? No, I can't exactly remember. Right. But one day, yeah, so when I was showering, I couldn't even smell the, 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 the smell of my shampoo. Mm. 
Yeah, but but like like what I said earlier, what I mentioned earlier, losing sense of smell is quite normal in the normal flu. Yeah. Yeah. Then one day I start to smell something. The the, the soap. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Hey, eat, eat, eat. Then immediately I went to grab something to eat. Right. But right. I still just very tiny little bit. Okay. Just very tiny bit of uh, taste. And then I feel uh okay, maybe it's take a little bit more longer la. Mm-hmm. then the second day third day fourth day then just came back so the sensitivity was smacked and then I was like oh lucky right, yeah. right so on the day I was supposed to be released from my quarantine uh, the health department called and then I, I was I was trying to lie la, you know I was trying to get myself out because this is actually the second time I'm serving quarantine the first time I did was in Singapore mm. Uh, during the summer and this is the second time I was trying to like say ah, I'm better now I, I, I want to go out I want to go out And but I think okay it's just be a responsible citizen uh, you know, just be a responsible person so I told the guy you know I'm still coughing mm. and uh, I, I have a block, block nose and then he said okay then we have to extend two days but the unfortunate thing was on the sec so the two days extension right the second mm. day was actually on a Saturday right so they don't work on Saturday okay. and Sunday I see. And then I have to wait until Monday before I get the call. Mm. So my Christmas was gone, actually. I wanted to go out and have some, uh, buy some stuff, make some roast chicken, maybe. Right, right. For Christmas. Glue vine and all this thing. All this yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was not possible. I see. So my, my whole, the whole period, I was just cooking whatever I have in the kitchen. But, but I'm thankful, thanks uh, that, that I have friends that actually got stuff for me uh. and right, my neighbor right. was also very nice because he was uh, also tested but until after he was tested uh, until he received a result he was negative mm. uh, so he actually helped me like got like fruits and stuff I see yeah, it was very nice so I was very, uh, very, very lucky uh, happy to hear that you are back to 100% all seems to be good at the moment uh, so yeah. hopefully uh, this means that your body is now stronger and have a uh, uh, oh, immunity. I have at least, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Immunity for about three months, according to my my student. Yeah, three months. Three <laughs> yeah. months. Okay. Yeah. Better make yeah. it count. And I actually, I feel um, it doesn't. It didn't really affect my my lungs because mm. on the second week of my quarantine, I actually started practicing, mm. and then uh, I'm doing uh, morning jogs now. Um, in, right. Yeah. In the right, cold winter right. jogs. So. I did it uh, on Thursday and Friday, four kilometers each. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it, it doesn't really affect my lungs. So I'm lucky. Nice, know? nice, really good, really good. Yeah. So, uh, uh I mean, good that you <laughs> not good that you got it, but good that you you are you are now uh, back up to hundred yeah, percent and you are not uh heavily hit by the virus anymore. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I'm very, I'm really really very lucky. Really really very lucky. Yeah, could have been worse. So now let's talk about when we first met. Now, nice. <sighs> now is this difficult for you? Because it was a little bit difficult for me to be honest with you. Like I don't know, uh, is it? I, I, I don't know, I is it because I we hang out so much that the yeah. the timeline is a little bit blurred nowadays. But yeah, it was a little bit tough for me. It was very tough for me because yeah. the 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 I remember uh, SIBM is definitely. SIBF 2012 yeah. is definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we already definitely meet by then but yes. that, by then we were already talking quite a bit yeah yeah exactly yeah. 
I think so. So and, I think it was uh, be, uh, during your maybe your when I first met you, mm-hmm. we didn't really speak. Yeah, was when uh, we I think either year two or year three, maybe year three. Mm. Yeah, um, I was poly back then, my right. So you Nafa, and then I went yes. to probably meet like Edmund or something. I don't know or Don with Don, and then we were at Al Amin. Then that's when I first saw you. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think before we we did a concert, uh, I think it was the band's fifth symphony with one band. But that was already in Alima, right? Yeah, but that that was twenty twelve, right? Which is also, of course, the the OC year. But I I yeah. I wasn't sure whether that was like before the SIBF or after the SIBF. I think it was before. It, was it after? I think it's after. Right, right. Okay. But but tell you what, right? So this is the, the very funny thing. I don't know if I told you this. I must have. Uh, but I just th- thought uh, it's a good idea to share with everybody. Actually, I first heard about you, right? When I was 15. Because, really? uh, yeah, my, my good friend in band back then when I was still studying, uh, when uh, yes right so so yes, she yes, yes, yeah really, yes right? exactly so she went uh, she were in the same she was in the same sort of band leadership workshop with yeah, you yeah, yeah. And she right? yeah, yes yes yeah and she uh, and she came back and she was like raving about this guy you know that is upon apparently like oh you know yeah he's so cool like he's like super good looking and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, wow, this is interesting and, and a very unique name, of course, right? Oh, yeah. And and, <laughs> and she didn't even know your surname. It was just like, I said, oh, he, is his surname An or, or what? You say, I don't know. Ah. His name is just An Chuno. I, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, maybe yeah, I asked too maybe, much questions. Yeah. Ah. I asked too many questions. Yeah, but that was when I first heard uh, about you. Right, oh, right, okay. and then like years later, I was just like, "Oh, so you are this guy that my friend was talking about?" But yeah. he's not so handsome. Like, what? How she described? Well, I mean, she <laughs> he just chose uh burgers over Dragon Boat. That that was mostly the difference, uh, Right, or or canoeing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh. but it, it it's okay. It's okay, right? So this is uh, uh this is not a podcast for judgment and uh, body yeah. shaming. <laughs> So, so you're gonna quickly skimp over this, yeah? But no, no, no. yeah. Uh, but I did hear about you the first time, uh, back then. I think we actually met sometime in some concerts. Like you know, I used to love to hang out, like just go and watch every single concert that's mm. available. Yeah, yeah. Like really, we all do lah back then, right? Yeah, Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really. So where where really, the money came from? But exactly, I mean, <laughs> you you know what? Yeah. Speaking of this, right? Mm. I actually spent I think forty something dollars to watch Jürgen Van Ryan. Mm. Uh, Wins, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was at the VIP box. That's the only time I sat there. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my and, god! And who have thought, all right, young Jürgen in uh, Singapore? Playing concert, yeah, man. Yeah, and I didn't even remember his name, you know. Yeah, until like so many years later, I think someone mentioned again, and I, oh, that's him. Yeah, and there could uh, be a high possibility that you just thought that uh this guy is just like bang average. Some you know? Yeah, it's just yeah, like okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is, is it is it very good? <laughs> you know, like what what T Bone? 
So nice. But yeah, yeah. Okay yeah. lah. I mean, I think give me a few years, I can be there as well, right? So yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Young and, <laughs> young and arrogant and dangerous. Yeah, and <laughs> young and not young and stupid and arrogant yes, and yeah, arrogant, yeah. Arrogant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the negative words you can think of. I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still like that lah. I'm still, yeah. I'm still like that. But, I, but, but now I, we don't I, say it out in public lah, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I hide it. I, I don't say it out. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It is it's something that you chant yourself to sleep every night, but nobody yes, knows. I, other, yes, yeah. yes. You know, I do meditation nowadays and I tell myself, I am the best. <laughs> I am the one. I am Anchun. I am better than you. <laughs> yeah. a, a little bit of self-care, right? A little bit of self-love. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, I, I need to yeah. love myself. Yeah. I just a little bit too much, but it's okay, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Right, now let's talk about your musical journey and your mm. career development so far. So this is interesting. Of course, I've been uh, around you for quite a number of years. So I do understand, not 100%, but roughly where you were, where you were living at different points in your life. So mm. uh, why don't you talk us through how you were acquainted with music and how things grew to you studying music? So I started uh, this whole music thing. Actually, I would say at the age of four or five. Okay. Uh, but not because of piano, you know, a lot of, a lot of the previous podcasts you were talking about um, piano and... No, 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 no. Mm. I actually listened to a lot of Teresa Tang. Okay. My mother loves her. Right. And... Until today, I still find she's um, one of the most amazing singers mm. ever. Well, best uh, with phrasing and everything is best. And I, I really enjoyed listening to her music. Yeah. I'm four or five years old. Mm. Back then, what do I know, right? And yeah. So um, my family, uh, no one in my family actually does music, learn music or something. There, there are some cousins that actually learn piano, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Uh, I didn't get to do it because my mom told me she signed me up for class once and then brought me for the trial class and then I cried. And then she decided uh, he doesn't like it. And then I didn't do. Oh, right. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you're, you're moved by Fer Elise so much that you started tearing. Yeah. She she didn't realize yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know. <laughs> yeah. right. she, she didn't want to force me. So, mm. so I just... I, I, actually, I don't even remember I went for a class like that. Okay. Uh, I was probably like even younger, three years old maybe. Right. Um, when I was eight in primary school, uh, eight years of age was uh, I think the only possible CCA was band. The, o- band. the only possible CCA. Yeah. How, how can that the rest be? Of the, CCAs, the rest of the CCAs only started accepting accepting people at the age of nine. So ah, three, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. So the only thing that I could join back then uh, was uh, uh, brass band. Okay. So I joined the brass band. So that's where I met um, one of the very nice uh, teacher in charge and my um, conductor in primary school, Mr. Jonathan Lim and uh, Mr. Matthew Au. They are very nice, mm-hmm. very supportive, very uh, positive guys. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they do it, but they seem to be able to, you know, just help all their little monkeys uh, develop. <laughs> right, right. I, I was very naughty boy, uh, but somehow just, it, it just worked. Uh, mm. Like, they are very positive. They always tell you, you know, oh, you do what you want, but 
yeah, try your best, you know, very positive, supportive people. Mm. But yeah. And then um, moving on to secondary school, I didn't want to play anymore. Ah, okay. I didn't want to play in Japan anymore. Right. I wanted to join table tennis. Okay. Uh, actually, basketball or soccer, la, but uh, yeah. they don't have soccer in my school. And then basketball was like, I, I do a background, forget it. La. Okay. So, um, table tennis, I wanted to join table tennis. Mm. And this is, this is then very amazing story because I was in this um, combined camp in Mahabudi in Premier 5. And that's where I met uh, some of my friends, which we still keep in contact now. Okay. To and this is Bank Camp. Bank Camp. Yeah, right. this combined Bank Camp in Premier 5. Okay. And then uh, when I went to secondary school, and then I saw one of the girls that was also in the in the, in the Bank Camp. And she was oh. uh, in school as me. Yeah. Okay. So, and she also played trumpet. I see. Okay. And then, okay, so I decided not to join band, you know? And then I, um, I, I just signed up for table tennis, went for training, and then uh, one day, I think the second week of school or third week of school, this very fierce-looking teacher actually came right beside me, squat down and asked me, uh, excuse me, your class, uh, who is uh, Lim Anchun? Ah? So, uh, <laughs> exactly, you know, and then you're like, like uh, that guy, that guy, just... <laughs> and like, yeah, and he yeah. looks really fierce. Right. He looks really fierce. And then um, uh, he... he, he he asked me who is do you know who is this? Uh, sir, this uh, I'm uh, I'm Anchun, you know. Uh. And then I I know he was going to ask me to join Ben. Yeah, I, I knew it because I saw him at the CCA drive. Okay. Then I was like, uh, I heard you are from primary school, Ben. Said, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll come to practice on Wednesday. He didn't even say anything yet. I'll, I'll come to practice uh, uh, this week. You, so <laughs> you just caved. You just yeah. like <laughs> I just came, I immediately came. I was like, okay, I'll come. To uh, this, yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, I was going to ask you about this. Okay, good. So you come for practice, yeah? And then there's... Um, yeah, then... I, I don't know to say thanks to him or what. Uh, it actually sparked off the the, the interest mm. in, in, in music. And then right. uh, then was uh, another conductor. Uh, we had a change in conductor. So that's where I met my next uh, teacher, Mr. Lim and Mm. very how to say he developed another aspect you know he's very technical person asked for demand for excellence you know mm. so things like that and then through him he actually brought in tutors to the school okay and that's uh, where I had my first uh, tutor session no sorry backtrack a little bit mm. age of 14 I asked my conductor then uh, Miss Ariel Wong for contact for trumpet teacher. So I had number from Shannon, correct? Okay. Shannon, uh, right. Yeah. And then we had one lesson with him and then um, my mother decided uh, uh, you need to focus on your studies because I was... <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, how, I was... Because you had no fear of failure, right? It really, I have, I have zero <laughs> fear. My, I think out of seven subjects, I had like two pass or something. Okay. That and was then, like two. Uh. Yeah, yeah. And so my was like, that, that remains a badge of honor, right? That's just like, yeah. yes. Yeah. Not everybody yeah. can do that, to be honest. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I was <laughs> last last 20 in the level or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then my mom said, okay, dude, you have to work hard. And like, okay, okay, okay. Then we didn't have lessons. So so back back then, and I felt, um, when Mr. Lim came, uh, we actually had the opportunity to have tutors. Very lucky. Uh, tutors were fantastic. I had 
I think, a few sessions with Mr. Kenneth Lund, mm-hmm. and then uh, Mr. Najib Wong. Ah, okay. Yeah. And then came SYF, where Mr. Benny Go took over. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time in my life that I actually f- felt something different about the trumpet. He actually gave us a compilation of... Uh, exercises. Not, not really method, uh, quite exercises. He gave, he gave us a compilation of exercises. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, you can try this at home. You know, and then that's when when I practice for I think two weeks, and I really felt improvement. Right. And then I stopped. Ah, because <laughs> because you're there already, lah. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel the improvement. Like, I improve already. Care for what? Don't, yeah, don't yeah. Do already, yeah, yeah. No need already, lah. No need already. No need already. So then after that, I went to Singapore Poly, uh, then, uh, to. Have lessened uh, in the join the band also. And then mm. that was when I met Dr. Lenatan, mm-hmm. then Mr. Lenatan. Mm. Um, I actually joined the SMYO in the the year that I got poly. So seventeen years old was the year I went to um, SMYO. Yeah, right. I, I actually I suspect right, Dr. Mm-hmm. Tan actually helped in a way. Right. You know, so I I got lucky lah to get okay. into SMYO. And then that was also, I was also uh, very lucky in a sense, um, Wen Rong and Jing Jun, mm. they had to go to NS. Okay. So when I was in YO, I think that for second con- concert, immediately I went into the main orchestra. I see. Yeah. Mm. And then uh, in, so I think prior to the auditions, I actually had prior lessons for Mr. Loon. Mm-hmm. for I think two or three months uh. yeah that actually changed a lot of my playing style in something so after I got into SMIO I started taking lessons from one of my uh, important mentor uh, Mr. Kibe Judy mm-hmm. Kibe yeah. yeah my boss uh, really changed the, a lot of things uh, my approach to trumpet playing mm. how I view uh, trumpet itself and uh, also it really inspired me to practice more lah, basically yeah but also but also not just because of him but also because of SMYO uh, I really got inspired to practice mm. more, more often you know I really take up the instrument two hours a day uh, it's not a lot lah, you know compared to you guys at NAFA but <laughs> for a guy that don't practice at all right you know yeah just practice the band pieces and then finish started practicing it, it's a big change mm. yeah so and then after a few years uh, after I'm done with Poly I went to NS uh, which was then again oh yeah then again very lucky uh, I got into SAF band and yeah. I got the chance to keep playing and then uh, hang out with uh, Ray with Jasper all these um, Men Siam Hong yeah. uh, you know all of them are amazing musicians and yeah. very dedicated uh, you know, musicians very dedicated musicians yeah uh, get to hang with them all the time mm. uh, learn from them listen to them play and then you know you get just uh, found motivation uh, even more motivation mm. uh, during my time in the SF but just uh, because of the parade and stuff you know we have to really pace ourselves well mm. ourselves well uh, in this time uh, so after NS I started uh, working for Mr. Ikebe in the his mouthpiece company, yeah. uh, make, making some mouthpiece and stuff. Mm. 
Then I then I went to Germany for auditions. Mm. And then I failed every single school the first time. Mm-hmm. So I think I went I went back to Singapore and I reflect on, you know, like uh why this happened and stuff. And then I, I discussed with my parents a little bit. And then um I I decided, okay, maybe I just go over, I learn language at the same time, and then I will just travel around and take lessons from from teachers. Yeah. Yeah, to, to gain more possibilities, you know, that's that's what I heard like, you know, in Germany, you want to go into a school, you have to know the teacher first. Yep. Yeah. Most places, then, to be honest, not just Germany, yeah. right? So, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. And then I had lessons with a lot of uh, different teachers and then uh, we reached to this. Yeah. So why I, there are, there are some teachers that are out of Germany that I actually go to them mm-hmm. because I was tracing back. Uh so from Mr. Ikebe, he learned from Pierre Thibault and Hans Kanch. Yeah. He's two, one of the biggest teachers uh, in the days. Yeah. You know? So I was tracing back. I was looking for students of these guys because uh, Pierre Thibault doesn't, uh, he, he's, he passed on already. Yes. So I had to look for his students mm. to, to get some ideas of his concept. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the Kanch side, I haven't found, he, he's still alive, but he doesn't teach anymore. Yeah. So I was also going around looking for for his students to take lessons from. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so just to understand a little bit more about what what June always uh, tells me in lesson. Uh. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I was traveling around quite a bit, also preparing for auditions, and then I the second summer, I failed again everything. Mm-hmm. And then um and then I told myself okay. Let's try this one last time. For the winter uh, summer semester uh, next year, mm. so 2016, I failed everything. 2017 for the uh, academic year of 2017, let's try this for one last time. If it still doesn't work out, okay, let's pack up. We give up. We go home. We do something else. Right. Yeah, and then that was when uh, Danny mm-hmm. uh, introduced to me one of the the next uh, most important mentor in my life, uh, Mr. Willem uh, van der Fleet, mm-hmm. uh, he really gave me a different approach to the instrument. Mm. It's not so conventional, or rather it was conventional, but then it changed uh, over time. Maybe right? years ago, yeah, over yeah. time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, correct. Mm. Really very inspiring. I'm still taking lessons. Actually, I, I'm looking to travel to him sometime soon to take lessons. I, I try to take lessons from him once a month. Mm. As quickly as possible, uh, because yeah. you, you know, having lessons with him, it's not just that I improve, but the feeling during the lesson, mm. you know, um, I actually feel inspired and in that I can. Yeah. There are, there are so many teachers that I have, that I had lessons uh, mainly in Germany. I feel, okay, first thing, I don't learn much from the lesson. Mm. You know, they're just saying things that I already know. Yeah. Second thing is, I feel like trash after the lesson, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's yeah. not that they say anything negative or they're being very um, strict or... No, no, no. It's just, I feel like I cannot do it. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm terrible. I feel like I'm worthless. But yeah. through Mr. Fandefleet, uh, I felt, oh, you know, if I keep practicing like that, I can actually improve even more. Yeah, I can become even better. So mm. this is the kind of feeling that I get from him. 
it's not that I feel positive or it's just I feel that it is possible. It's just I need to work harder. That's all. Mm. Yeah. And then yeah. Then leads on to and then I met my current teacher also, uh, Mr. Helmut Perner. Also very important guy because he's such a a, a free guy. You know. Uh, of course, he has his concepts, he has his ideas, and he has so many different methods to mm. solve one problem. He has he read he reads a lot. He tries a lot of uh, method books, and so many ways to solve so one problem. So, but he's also free and open to accept. Like I always during lessons, I will share with him. You know, this week I try this, 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 and then some parts of it work. Some part of it doesn't. Work. He actually go goes home and try it himself. Mm. You know, yeah, he's very free and open for discussion. Yeah. So yeah, I I I think I was very lucky in the sense when I when I went. To take a lesson before the audition with him, you know. Uh, of course, I told you he has a, a Chinese wife, and so he. The first thing he asked me, "Can you speak Mandarin?" Then, I, yeah, sure. And yeah. then he spoke <laughs> to me in, oh my god, so fluent. Yeah. Uh, so fluently, I'm so ashamed because I was learning German in school. He learned basically. Uh, he picked up Mandarin in, himself. Uh. He didn't mm. go go for class or anything. Just picked it up with like yeah. reading books and stuff. Mm. His Mandarin level at the time was so much better than how I can speak German. You know, right? right. <laughs> I'm so amazed. Like wow! And then after the lesson, he 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 actually figured out a few problems already. Like what problems I have. Okay, yeah. So this is another story. So in in that mode where I did my language class, I had a teacher. Uh, that teacher is Mr. Perna's um, what is it called? It schoolmate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is the first time I felt the in Germany they call it uh, vitamin B, or in Chinese we call it Quan Si, the connection. Right. You know, this is okay. the first time I actually felt this thing. Uh, during the lesson, um, he actually mentioned to me, Mr. Perna actually mentioned to me, hey, you know, your your embouchure is a little bit. Yeah, you have to do. This a little bit more, you know. It's gonna take a long time. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mister uh, Akio, he he told me about this um, embouchure. You know, I have to do this, so I'm I'm trying to change now. And then at that point, I mentioned the name of the other teacher. Mm-hmm. My current teacher actually, his eyes open up like bling, you know, like xiang, like right. <laughs> ah, yeah. So he mentioned to you about this embouchure. Okay, good. Then you have to, uh, yeah. You have to take note of it a little bit more, lah. You know, mm. so yeah, take note of it. So after the lesson, he told me he said, um, "Yeah, you know, I think uh, there there's a there's a good chance there's a good chance that um, we can work. Uh, I, I I can help you develop, and I would like I would like to work with you if it's possible. You know, then, okay. Wow. After that lesson, I also feel <sighs> so thankful after right. um." This will be the third time I'm trying for auditions, right?、Mm. So after fifteen or almost twenty times of rejection, finally someone that actually says, "You know, I I would like to work with you if it's possible." Yep. So this kind is like <sighs> so、mm. very weight off your shoulders, lah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like、mm. finally. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then I carry on with my studies until now. Yeah.、Mm. Right. So,、uh, a lot, of course, lots to unpack there. 
uh, certain things mm-hmm. you uh, skimmed over quite quickly, which we'll get uh, yeah, a little yeah. bit more into detail a little bit yeah. later. I mean, I, I do admire the way you had, the, the kind of dedication you had to try to get what you want. And of course, at the end of the day, now you're enrolled in a school, you're suddenly in Germany, and uh, your playing has been uh, progressingly, uh, uh, progressing uh, super well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, there are people who, and that I know, okay, maybe they have already forgotten it, but I know that there are people who came up to you and perhaps said to you that, you know, uh, even before you went to Germany, that perhaps, yeah, you, you, your sort of character and your demeanor, you are not going to be suited for, for this line of work. Right. And, and yeah, I, yeah. yeah. And I, I remember you telling me about this very clearly. And I, I, I thought to myself, what an appalling thing to say to someone. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't believe, <laughs> no, no matter who we are, that we sh- should talk down to people like this, you know? I mean, of course, as a friend, uh, if I truly care for you, maybe if you've been trying to audition into Germany for the fifth time, and then I might say to you that, look, things are, you're kind of hitting a ceiling. Maybe it's time to relook at other options, right? There are, there are ways to go about that. Uh, then another way is just like, you are, cannot lah. But when you just diss people off like that, simply because of how they behave. How did you cope with that actually? And when, when, you, when you receive feedback like that, right? Uh, because I, I do understand sometimes we can be interested in something, we can end up, not being good at it or not being as good as we would like to be. That's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. But uh, when people uh, basically telling you that you're, you're hopeless, just consider something else. Don't even bother about this thing. Like they have a say. Um, how, how did that make you feel? Actually, the first, the, the first thing that came to my mind was, who are you? Mm. Like, to tell me things like that, mm. that I cannot make it, that I my character don't fit this line of work. What, who, 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 who are you? You know, this is my life. Uh, you know, to, to, to be very honest, I didn't even care what my parents say and they gave me my life, mm. right? Who is this person to tell me this? Of course, I have received also very, very honest comments about my playing from my teacher, which all I can say is, Okay, from my teacher, because he knows me very well. Mm. First thing, because he knows me very well. Uh, and he is... Um, he, and he knows how it works, you know, because he's been, been through education and stuff. Then mm. he says, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, Like this, it's not possible. You know, but for me, I feel... I really want this. Yes, okay. And if I don't try, it's either I try and I die, mm. or... I don't try and I live a life forever, like regret with regrets yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and, and, and a question mark, a dream mm. of how it could have been, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll be resentful for my whole life. And that's, that's, that's how I actually approach these, these things. Now. So when yeah. people tell, tell me things like that, you know, you're not good enough, you're this and that. Uh, and I, I was thinking to myself, okay, if I'm really not good, I I set myself a limit, la. like I told you, you know, I tried three times and then if I don't pass on the third time, I'll just stop. You know? Mm. 
if yeah, if I'm really not good, okay, I'm not gonna go all crazy about it and stay on, you know. I just okay, I have to let it go. I have to let it go. I just didn't make it. I just didn't make it. Mm. That's it. I have to accept this this fact. Mm-hmm. But at least let me try first. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my approach to, to such things because honestly speaking, um I only live this once. Mm. Uh, if I don't try what I really want to do, no, fail, pass, fail. I, I've never been shy to tell people, you know, I've tried 15, 20 schools, every single, if I, to be honest, I'm telling you in this podcast, I actually told a few of the professors, I, I told them very honestly, I say, please give me a chance. I'll prove to you that I really want this. Mm. You know, I actually, so it's a little bit like begging already to, to, to give me a slot in their schools, mm. you know, but because this is something that I really want. Yeah. So I try my best. If they don't give me, then okay. No? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's uh, not in your control, right? Correct. Mm. Correct. Mm. Now, um, it's interesting because you know, uh, obviously, we we share a large number of uh, mutual friends, and yeah. during the your very difficult couple of years, or not couple of years, maybe uh, were you saying that it was like about eighteen months or so, where you were trying uh, to get a school, or? around there, yes, yeah. yes, one and a half, yeah. uh, one and a half years, yeah, 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 yeah. around there, yeah. So, uh, we were all talking because obviously we knew how difficult it was. So the first time round when you came back with uh like oh he he didn't pass anything, we were like, oh, okay, sure. I mean he'll like improve, you know, it's gonna get better. But by the third time we were all like a little bit um we were also a little bit worried for you because we uh, as much as it is easy, right, to just say things like, you know, if things don't work out this time round, it's okay, I'll just like it's fine. I'll just uh, come back and do something else. Uh, but we were all kind of afraid that this uh, real kind of interest and passion you had for music could be easily flipped the other way around after this third time whereby things didn't work out for you and it could go completely the other way whereby you like, I'm not going to play the trumpet anymore. Every time I see it, it's just like, you know, it brings up a lot of negativity and yeah, yeah you know, and you end up not playing the instrument anymore, which is a shame, Right. Yeah, so uh, we, we do talk about that, but uh, at the end, we are we're just very glad that you are now uh, <laughs> one of us that, is, that, we're, <laughs> yeah, that, that has decided to uh, enter the rigor of a music yeah. college. And then you might be asking yourself now, like, why the hell did I work so hard for this? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> why, why did I have to go through all this, like, oh, you know, my God. endless amount of time <laughs> to do this? Right, uh, but yeah, there you go. Uh, Why I try it, so hard to make myself try even harder? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so no, 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 but 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 like um, I I I really like uh Daniel's uh inter uh, podcast the other day. Mm. I think yeah, a few weeks back. But he said we don't just learn music; we learn a lot about ourselves. Uh, we learn a lot of new traits personality traits that are very very positive yep through music you know this education mm. yeah so it is it, it's not a loss if eventually i don't become a musician you know yeah 
I'm very, uh, I, I, I'm going to be very honest. I'm very open to not be a musician. Mm. After after trying so hard, and you know, I'm very open to just do something else. It's it's, it's fine. My yeah. I feel my life is not defined as um a musician. But, yeah, like what you study is what you're gonna be, and that's it. Yeah, right. I, yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 not it's not for my case. Yeah. Um, but I really enjoy. You know, honestly speaking, my school is not a very famous school. Mm. It. It's not even a school whereby Germans want to come. Mm. It's it, it's funny, right? It's it's in Germany, but Germans don't want to come to my school. But but you know, I've I feel I feel that I've learned so much through the programs in school. Mm. Um, and then the the best part, okay? So I do pedagogy in 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 the school, which is funny story. Uh, I didn't know I was signing up for pedagogy. <laughs> I was just signing up for a school. At, okay. at, at, at this moment of desperateness, I was just signing up for any school that I can lay my hands on. Yes, and yes. Actually, it was for this teacher, for, for Mr. Perna. I yes. signed up for him, not for the, the school, you know, not for the right. course. But right. And then I was happily, when I was staying in Denmark, uh, I stayed in the same building with Ray. Mm-hmm. So I was I happily brought the letter up to Ray and said, hey, I have... Uh, I said, submitted this form for... Then you look at the form. Hey, you're taking pedagogy? Ah? Yeah. No, I don't know. I said, this <laughs> one is the application to a pedagogy course. Eh? Huh? Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, just do it all. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, funny story. Yeah, but mm. uh, then... And every single module helps... In a sense, uh, of course, theory, oral, this stuff, history, clear. Uh, mm. I mean, we don't have to say more about those things, but I somehow I feel every single aspect in in my school has somehow contributed to my improvement as mm. a musician, right? As a trumpet player. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, what what I'm also interested, right, is now that you are slightly further into your studies, if you look back to when you were trying to audition and trying to get into a school, are there many things that you would change? Oh, yes, for sure. For sure. Did you feel like you were... During your preparation back then, you didn't quite understood like what is required of you to during the audition. Yeah, 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 for sure, it, for sure. It was like, maybe you were practicing how to kick a ball when this game that you signed up for is basketball sort of thing. Yeah, correct, correct. A li- no, actually, not so extreme. La. It's not so extreme. La. Like I, Right, I'm, and you're playing like, the goalkeeper, la, right? So, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm learning right. how to kick a ball, but uh, on the pitch during the game. Mm-mm, okay. You know, yeah, I'm still trying to kick the ball, but I already participate in the game, in the match. Right, right. You're, you're learning yeah. how to, the technique la, of, of things. Right? Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. And then mm. I already start to play the game. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was the, the feeling of it. No? Yeah, mm-hmm. so actually, what I, the, the practice methods, I'm still using rather similar stuff mm. from when I was uh, preparing. But this time around, uh, if 
you know, we have a magic pill that can bring us back in time with the knowledge that we already have. Mm. <laughs> I I would do pretty pretty much the same, but with more direction, I would say. Right. In, in what what I, I have to do, what I should do, and what and what um has to be done. Mm. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Let's get to your your course of studies, right? So pedagogy, mm. something that yes. is very important, especially uh, for us uh, who have returned back to Singapore or even for yeah. Singapore graduates. Yes. Uh, I feel like this idea of pedagogy is sometimes distorted. I, I feel like not a lot of people understand what pedagogy is. Uh, mm-hmm. It could be... Uh, if, let's take myself, for example, right? When I first mm-hmm. started teaching, this was probably about 10 years ago also slightly over 10 years uh i had no clue what pedagogy was you know that there, there was like no no method to my teaching what i was okay. doing was what my teacher told me so what my teacher yep. said to me was the way right mm-hmm. certain analogies that my my teacher used that i thought oh that's pretty cool uh when i understood completely uh not the point but when you say it out it's cool uh, yeah. I would just say it, right? And and that was me yeah. back then, you know, because uh, just no information. I, I didn't care whether students understood. I didn't, um, I, I would say I didn't care in the sense that uh, I that was not in my radar at all, you know, to mm. pay attention to whether they understood what I was trying to say. Uh, I didn't buy into the idea of, uh, simple things to just make sure that the students can progress and the, uh, the learning process is designed for them, right? So over time, you know, you studying with different teachers, you uh, enrolling into a pedagogy course, maybe share with us a little bit about your idea of what pedagogy is and then what are some basic concepts that somebody that is going to be engaging students for the first time can take note of? Mm. Actually, um, uh, when I when I started off teaching, uh, when I started off with teaching, uh, I had the same experience as you. Actually, until today, I'm still doing some of the things that uh, what I did before, you know, like um, what my teacher say mm. <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm still doing sometimes. Mm. Um, but um, for me, pedagogy is Actually, that's why I say my, my, my current teacher is very fantastic because he reads up a lot of different methods, you know? Mm. And one, there's no one fixed solution for or one fixed step for everybody. Mm. For, for, I, feel, I feel the importance of teaching. Of course, pedagogy is just a method of teaching, right? Um, mm. I feel the most important element is the connection between us and the student. Mm-hmm. Connection in a sense, um, we understand the problems they are facing and we don't only have one solution for every single problem. Yeah. But we are said, so we have to read a lot and try mm. a lot by ourselves. Yeah. Mm. Um, for example, my, 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 in my school, I, I get to uh, read up on Philip Farkas. Mm-hmm. Um, out of brass teaching, uh, out of brass playing, sorry. Yeah. And uh, I have for my uh, essay, 40 page 
uh, I have to do. I compare between uh, Jacobs and Farkas. Mm. Yeah. So Colleagues, right? At, at that time in the orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah correct, yeah. correct. Mm. But I think things didn't end well. La. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. different concept. Yeah. Mm. But, um, you know, and, and things like that. So, every time I go to my student, uh, I will, of course, of course, I will set certain standard warm-up stuff for everybody. So we do every time, uh, all my students will do the same stuff together. Mm. But then from there, from this set of um, warm-up exercises, I can know, okay, for this week, uh, what should I work on? What should the kid focus on? And things like that. Uh, these, these are things that we should analyze. Uh, first thing, have a consistency uh, mm. in the teaching. Uh, there are things that are constantly there. And then um, we'll switch to um, the an- analyzing of the problem, like what, what problem they have, uh, ambusher or the air, and then we will try to solve right. every, um, mm. we'll solve problems then, you know, mm. decide on what method to use to solve the problem. Yeah, yeah this so, is my approach. Mm. So it's something uh, that's very like uh, catered, right? Very bespoke to, to the student. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Because if something is working, then you don't have to spend the next twenty minutes making it like correct <laughs> work, but, right? But there's in also a, a difference, you know. Some things needs time to develop. Yes. And some things can be immediately done. Yeah. So like blowing air, mm. you know, it's such a natural thing. Mm. I breathe in, I breathe out every single minute, every single second. Yeah. But um, how do they blow air? How do they apply this blowing? To the instrument so mm. yeah so these are the questions that we have to ask ourselves um when we are teaching you know yeah yeah mm. how to translate it into action words into action yep exactly yeah. exactly and yeah, yeah that, that is difficult right because a lot um as much as we want to uh <laughs> put our teaching instructions into words a lot of times playing on an instrument requires a lot of exploration on the student's part as well. They yeah. must be willing to to try and push boundaries rather than just kind of waiting for us to, to give a, a certain instruction. Because if it's really that straightforward, really everybody will be good from reading one text if we could yeah. all understand the same thing from words, <laughs> right? But we don't. And yeah, sometimes uh, <laughs> fast air slow air, more air pressure, <laughs> less air pressure, these kind of things. Yeah, yeah. And I think you as well, um, studying with uh, the the very key mentors that you've mentioned, some of them yeah. have very abstract ideas. Oh, where, yes, yes. Where, where perhaps if you were to say these things to a 15-year-old, it, mm. it's not very helpful I think sometimes yeah exactly yeah, because it's kind of too too out there when you speak to someone yeah. that's a little bit more mature maybe a couple of years there is a possibility yeah. yeah then then you can stretch your imagination a little bit mm-hmm. right there, there are times exactly. whereby it's just sort of like you know uh, doing the basics getting the the really really basic things right first before we go into this sort yeah. of yeah more, more kind of uh, in-depth and uh, abstract idea Actually, I also, I, I think teaching and playing is the same thing. 
you know, uh, we all have to go through this uh, try and try and error free uh, phase, experimental phase, uh, basically. Mm. Uh, and then the more we teach, the more different students we we have, you know, uh, we 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 get to improve ourselves also. Uh, how to how so so it's like through practicing to teach that we find easier way to convert our words into action. Yeah. Mm, yeah. This is how I would approach uh, teaching. Uh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, you are one of the lucky ones that managed to find work uh, as a music teacher mm. when you are living abroad. So, do you see any difference in the, the way students learn or do you have to change the way you teach when you approach Singaporean students versus when you approach the German students? Oh, uh, yes. Um, I, I feel teaching in Singapore is so easy. <laughs> first thing first, um, I was, I was raised there, right? So culturally, mm. there's no problem. Right. Second thing, I, I speak with a very good, uh, I speak with a very strong American accent. So, Singaporean mm. students can understand me. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, this is definitely going on the episode. You speak Shit. about what? Okay. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. So, <laughs> no, 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 just kidding. Right. So, so language-wise, it's not so much of a problem. Teaching in Singapore, mm. uh, teaching in Germany, everything is in German. Sometimes I don't even understand what my students are asking, you know. That is then a very big problem because the 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 question the questions can be um the the, the key factor to, to, to help them improve, you know. So mm. really I have to I have to improve my German and, and yeah. And as you know, I'm not a very uh, language person. Mm. Probably my best language is probably Singlish, that's not even official, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but, but in terms of student quality, do you feel like it's uh, that there is a, a difference, or you know, if you compare, say, like a twelve-year-old in Germany versus a twelve-year-old in Singapore, more or less their mindset is the same. Uh, more or less, how motivated they are is the same. Hmm. Uh. How How do I put it? Uh. In Germany, I mainly have um individual students. In mm. Singapore, I usually teach uh in secondary schools in groups. Yeah. So. Let's. I, I have a few groups here in Germany also, but the difference is, uh, number one, um, when I have a group class in Germany, I teach, they're, they're all in the same year, you know? So it, in Singapore, expect uh, we teach, okay, good, they split junior band and main band. Sometimes they cluster everything together, mm. right? But you see, a 14-year-old, a 15-year-old, a 16-year-old, we are going to the groups to teach um, with this, uh, uh, how, do I, how do I say it? The disparity uh, in experience, is it? Correct. With the instrument. Correct, yeah. correct, correct, mm. correct. How can I teach um, efficiently yeah. that the, the, whole, the whole group will understand? No, because when I take groups, okay, so my experience with, with, with uh, students in, with teaching here in Germany, uh, my students, they will mm. start with group lessons, but they are all the same age. Okay. So they take for about two years, 
Right. And then they will move on to like, okay, you can go and join the school orchestra or you can join the big band or you can join whatever mm. or you can just stop playing or so you can choose whether mm-hmm. you want to go. And then after this group lesson phase, phase uh, they will take up, they are, they, they will no, no longer be group lessons. So if you want to continue learning, you have to take um, lessons from individual lessons from teachers in the music school. So when I say music school, right, uh, it's a little bit different. Like when we say music school in Singapore, it means like uh, NAFA, LASAL, mm. Yong, Yong Sudo. These are music yeah. schools. Mm-mm-mm. But here, music school is like a... Like Christopher like, Ree. Christopher Ree, correct. Yeah. correct. Exactly. Christopher mm. Ree, um, Yamaha, these kind of things. Supported. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Mm. Exactly. Uh, government, supported. government supported. Yes, I see. government supported. Okay. So is they, they they are paying low prices for individual lessons. Mm, and okay. through these music schools, they have an open house mm. uh, whereby parents can bring their kids to the school and then they'll look at every instrument, every different instruments and then have a uh, they can choose what they want, you know? Mm. They can they get to choose what they want. Yeah. And then um then before they start paying for lessons they get one trial lesson. Okay. All the time. They get right. one trial lesson before they start. And does, uh, the, start does the teacher get paid for the trial lesson? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Okay. But everything is from the school, so it's not, uh, we don't we don't have contact with the parents. So I see. But, uh, we get, we only have direct contact with the school. So the, the money doesn't, doesn't go directly to us as in get, mm. gets, uh, yeah. So, this, this is the main difference between I feel between Singapore and Germany mm. because um, in Singapore, we like this idea of taking individual lessons. Yeah. That even for myself, I, I only started individual lesson officially at the age of 17. Same. You know, after, after playing yeah. for, for nine years <laughs> and yeah. suddenly, hey, I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing this wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So that that is something that that, that we we lack in Singapore. Mm. And another thing is, of course, the kids here get to choose their instrument. Mm. You know, what they want to play, mm. what they want to learn. Right. You know? So when they don't, when they when they start to hate this thing, eh, the the parents will say, "You choose yourself." Right. <laughs> but the thing yes. is, the, the also a, a very big difference is. Culturally, they actually uh, hear the kids, they are allowed to choose what they want to do. You know, I mm-hmm. don't want to learn anymore. I stop having lessons. Yes, yes. I want to do this piece. I want to do that music. And so I, I, I think in a way, um, it's they choose their own enjoyment. Mm. They, the they're, more, they're in charge of their own learning. Right. Yeah, correct. They're in charge of their learning. Yeah. Of course, I force them to do some stuff like lip flexibility, long mm. tones, and things like that. I yeah. have to enforce it, but I will ask them also: Is this is this uh homework too much, or mm. uh, is this fair like this for thing? you? Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Exactly. I will. I will do things like that. But in Singapore, we first thing first. Okay. We don't usually work on individual music you know yeah we don't have like a solo pieces uh 
to play mm. usually la, right mm-hmm. so we always work on band piece yeah. and then band piece like have like okay not orchestra but still 10 bar rest 20 bar rest <laughs> and stuff like that it's not yeah. always going you know yes, yes. so the the and then we, I don't get to say oh I want to play Despacito trumpet solo no 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 it doesn't happen I have to play yes yes you play the band part just the band yeah. part yeah you don't get correct. to play the tunes or anything correct, correct. unless maybe it's written like, for you yeah yeah maybe you get like a like a two bars it's a little bit worrying how how much you how familiar you are with Despacito but I'm not going to say too much <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I'm just using it as an example I think I heard it on the radio right. Right. <laughs> yeah. sure but the thing is in Singapore it's something amazing that we can be very strict with our students very strict mm. In a sense, we are, we can be very, very, very demanding. But here, it's not so. You know, I, mm. I'm i extremely polite with my students. Extremely. I say, oh, uh, do you practice today? Uh, do you practice this week? No? Why? Oh, okay, good. Then we carry on with the lesson. <laughs> you know, it's, right. it's super polite. Because first thing yeah. first, I don't know how it works here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've never been through the education system. Mm-hmm. There was once I actually... So, I was very stupid. I plucked my wisdom tooth. Right. On the day. So, I had... Uh, oh, yeah, this? Uh, anesthesia. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to teach. But when I... when I After I plucked, uh, immediately after, I went to teach. Mm. <laughs> so, at that point... The, what the, the hell, man? The numbers yeah. was, was, was gone. Like, like, slowly going away. Yeah. You know? And the pain was kicking in. Mm. And then I had headache. And then the kids are just monkeys. Right. You know, it was a group lesson. Okay. I was monkey, monkeys. And then yeah. I got so frustrated, I shouted. But there was no effect. You know? Oh, really? They don't care. They wow. just continue their nonsense. Yeah. Okay. And then, wow, that's can, interesting. Can you imagine that? Yeah, if you if you shout, just don't don't say shout. You just raise your voice a little bit in yeah, Singapore, yeah, yeah. Mm. right? The mm. kids will just uh, yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> and they really listen and they really listen, you know. Yes, so yes, this yes. this is the difference. Um, I feel uh between teaching here and teaching there, but mm. of course, it's just my personal opinion, uh, because yeah, cultural differences are also, also cultural right. differences. Yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. you know. Mm. The kids are, are just... Ah, yes. Yeah, sorry, I have to yeah. add this in. There was a kid... So, when... Uh, I, as I developed my, my, my group teaching here, I have this... I always give them homework. And then I will make my students stand in front of the group individually. So, maybe six six students. I, I had six students in one group. I will make them stand there and they will play their homework. Mm. You know? So, one line of maybe a C major scale or something. Um, and then good or bad of course I was give them some tips and say some positive stuff Very, I'm, I'm a very 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 positive person mm. uh, when I teach you know and then there was this one kid that tried to play punk with me and then he okay. told me he say no I don't want to play I don't want to do it say why yeah yeah uh, 
That's it. But everybody else did it, no? So why not you join in the class? Mm. And then usually in group lessons, if one person does that, then there'll be monkeys that learn, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if I, he's not I, doing I, it, I'm not doing it as well. That's what I was Yeah, saying, right? exactly. Yeah. So I told him, I said, no, you have to do it. No, everybody did already. You're the last one, you know? And then he mm. said, no, you're, you're, you're infringing my fr- uh, freedom. Is it, is it right? Infr- uh, okay, then right. I'm, I'm confused. Eh? I'm like, yeah. wait, do you even know what is freedom? <laughs> That's one, I, I asked him, no, I actually asked him, do you even know what is freedom? And do you know what is the oppression of freedom? Do yeah. you know what is that? When you mm. say that I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm oppressing you, yeah. can you tell me the meaning of this? Mm. Yeah, so, so the students have, they, they will say things like that here, you know, I didn't experience any of it in Singapore. This is the difference, yeah, between the students. Good point. Good point. Yeah, um, I agree absolutely uh, to uh, everything that you said. And with that, I think it's time for us to wrap this conversation up. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Anshun. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today. And hopefully, uh, it's uh, it didn't take too much of your time and you had a, a good time chatting with me. No, no, no. Uh- I have to thank you and no, I hope that I don't take up too much of your time. And, you know, I I was reading the job, uh, not job description, uh, the the, the podcast description. Then, you know, the trailer says, uh, interview uh, successful musicians. Then I questioned a little bit, hmm, Hmm. (laughs) why why you interview me? (laughs) But, (laughs) yeah, yeah, but I I do hope that um, my, my not so, uh, professional opinions will will somehow resonate with uh you guys lah you know just my opinions will yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah no no look i think uh at at the end of the day you know we are how, <laughs> we we never really um understand or we never really know whether we have succeeded or not lah Right, a, a lot of it comes from uh, this kind of success are given to us externally. Right, it's not like yeah. we have a say. Uh, we can win competitions, and nobody can think that we are successful. We can be uh, uh, just ourselves, and people somehow feel like we are we are doing okay. So yeah, whatever it is, uh, I think what I feel about your entire journey, uh, the very least, is been like it's quite an inspiring story. I think and the the means that you go around to finally get to uh, where you are today and of course you are still progressing uh, your career is still progressing and it's for sure going to move to greater heights over the next few years uh, or the years to come you know so yeah it's, it's a good story i think it's yeah and i, I mean that uh in in every sense yeah really good thanks, story. thanks, thanks. yeah so all good yeah so thanks again and uh, have a lovely Chinese New Year. Although your your gathering is going to be small, uh, hopefully just cozy. And if you are spending it yourself, um, don't be too upset. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just another day. <laughs> to make you feel any better, it, it, Ch- Chinese New Year is nothing in Germany. So yeah, if that makes you feel better, uh, that's also okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very sure. much. I, I have a have a have a very nice um, year ahead of you. Thank you. Um, Thank you so much. And and to you too. Yeah. Okay. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Yeah.
So for all of you listening, uh, thank you for staying with us throughout this episode. And most importantly, thank you for your attention. It is very, very much appreciated. And with that, we will sign off on this episode of You Play A What. You have been listening to You Play A What, hosted by Vincent Tan. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button so that you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends if you feel so inclined. The theme music for the podcast is entitled Midnight Affairs and is composed by Algirdas Matonis and recorded by Vincent Tan. Thank you so much for listening to You Play or What? Until next time. Thank you.